0: did not listen to y'all's episode last week so sorry if i repeat anything uh we uh,
1: yeah i mean it would be really tough if you repeated a bunch about the bearded monk How about
2: ben easily easily easily
1: <laughs> easily
0: can i get a little bit less in my headphones oh, that's yeah, fair I, I think ben, had ben, had it. <laughs> ben is definitely is yeah is, that, is that better say. yeah you want less
3: that's, no that's perfect
1: okay
4: i think ben does not wear uh Earplugs at bearded monk,
1: I would yeah. assume. No. Oh, OBS crashed. Hold on. Oh, nice. Oh bullshit. Everything's that's what it going stands for That is what OBS stands for. Holy fuck, that's <laughs> awesome. Why did OBS crash? That's fucking stupid.
4: Shouldn't that be like immune to crashes, more or less? No. That seems really important to them.
1: It crashes a lot. OBS is like a it's designed to be like do what you want with this. It's not meant to be I just like... thought it was a live thing uh yeah but it's like it's i mean it stands for open broadcast so it's like they're they're they want people to just do their thing and they they do so it's all like kind of half-assed and put together yeah they do put out updates it's mostly half-assed on mac though i I do remember that being a thing it's mostly half-assed on mac i do love that it's on mac and that it it does work relatively well but it's like oh man this could work better uh
3: please
2: all i want to do
1: okay
4: surprisingly so, we have people at work who use obs for, for work webcam work stuff. yeah
1: wait for their webcam
4: uh just for work things i don't know I don't what know, i don't know what they do what do they
1: do with what do they do on obs there's a lot of
4: a lot of things that have to go into like get that working for our stuff yeah so that like sounds
1: It sounds overly complicated yeah, I'm sure like there's better ways to do it. Wildly overly complicated. I think it's just the,
4: you know, what it is and you want to use it. So,
1: I mean, I i, I used OBS whenever I was teaching from home because I would do like a multi cam setup. Right, that makes sense. So I could just have OBS as two cameras and then set it as like a virtual device, and that's easy. Yeah. But,
2: Jackson, do you have a bottle opener in here? No. Oh, I thought you might have one on your keychain. I got you. I don't can have a keychain. Ch- can you grab me one for me? I can grab you one for you. Oh, fancy. Fancy man, no keys.
4: I have this problem, too, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have keys. Anytime people ask about a bottle opener, I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah Sorry. It you. took me, like, six months to yeah. get used to Like, I used to grab for my...
0: I would go to my uh, earplugs for shows were on my keys. Yeah, I keep forgetting my earplugs, too. Yep. It yeah. took me a while to get used to that, but now I have them, like, just in my center console. And if I'm playing a show, I have them in my guitar case. So there I have go. two pairs.
2: <laughs> I did that with uh, nail clippers recently.
4: Yeah, uh, that's a, yeah, that's a good uh, what are the life hack? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. just I feel like Th- it's those a part disappearing in my house, and so I just keep buying more. Yeah, we just, just put them wherever they're supposed to be, and you expect them to be, and then problem solved. Yeah, and car. You find case. twelve of them in a year. Yeah, just get
2: to a, pro- a point where you go like, hey, I can buy things for myself. Yeah, I can like yeah. yeah. little tiny with little money. things. Yeah, I definitely have that. Just making sure it sounds good
1: i was checking it because it said there's a fucking problem on here i was like why well, I, I don't there shouldn't be a problem what is it it's still is still live on mine it says uh not receiving enough video to maintain smooth streaming which is like that's it, everything there's down there's not a lot
4: of video going on so. it,
1: everything down there looks good yeah. Uh, i yeah i don't know <clears throat> i don't know whatever i can't
4: we'll make it a short episode then
1: why for your voice sure <laughs> Got a lot of editing to do. Do <laughs> <laughs> you
2: have cough drops? No. Drugs. Antibiotic?
1: No. Steroids? No. no.
2: It's the cough pearls?
1: Oh, okay.
0: Drugs. Ah. I'm going to take some NyQuil and see if I can get home before
2: it really kicks. <laughs> that's a dangerous game.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's a very that. dangerous game. <laughs>
2: NyQuil roulette. NyQuil <laughs> roulette. That's a good game
0: entirely a joke i'm not gonna do that (laughs) but i have been telling people i'm gonna do that every time i I leave what i'm doing because i've been sick for like 10 days now i've been telling people like oh i'm going to uh i got my nyquil in my car i'm gonna go ahead and drink it and see if i can make it home in time and please don't everyone gets gives me that exact same response that's good i mean well it depends does nyquil knock you out yeah well no no it it, you can fight it it makes you feel uh you can fight it (laughs) it makes you feel tired um but it's not like the like kind of tired where like just natural melatonin that your body makes where if you fight it you'll get your second win. um whenever is it wind or whim wind wind, wind. i would say yeah. wind. wind like wind yeah. behind your back I thought it was thing. Yeah. wind with a d not a t yeah uh,
1: yeah i said wind
0: yeah he okay. said okay it sounded like you said went
1: yeah my second <laughs> yeah. wind <laughs>
0: okay uh that wasn't one of the options um yeah I got a second went so I went. But yeah, when uh, whenever you take like uh, Nyquil and fight it, you get very high. Yeah, I, the first night I took it, I like drank it. I had really
2: be <laughs> like, damn it, it, it's not nighttime.
0: No, no, I took
4: it and I like fell asleep. I've done that before. <laughs> take like the Nyquil like pill thing. Oh, you took the wrong instead one instead of a Dayquil, oh. and I went to work at UNT and it was not good. <laughs> Yeah. I bet you felt really high. They're I different felt, They're I di- felt awful and then went to go like lay down on a bench and then my boss walked by and was like, What are you doing?
1: <laughs> They're different colors. Yeah.
4: Uh it was I was tired or hungover. I don't know. <laughs>
2: is this how we find out Adam's
4: colorblind? <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly I don't have any colorblindness that I've found in like taking those tests or anything. I don't know if y'all have ever done that, but
1: uh-uh. yeah. not that I I was curious because
4: a- I do like visual design stuff. I should probably yeah, know if I'm colorblind. Is that
1: why it's so- why Why is it surprisingly? Were you expecting to have some kind of colorblindness? I think most people do.
4: Most right. most really? men do. Most people have really? colorblindness. Most men have some level
1: of it. Interesting. Now, hmm. I, now I want to take that test and see like if you, I have You, wouldn't, you wouldn't
4: know come either. Come on, Joe
0: Rogan. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this feels like disinformation. Uh,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> Hagan, can you pull that up on the screen? Yep.
2: <laughs> hey, me. <laughs>
1: morning. Welcome to Don't Be The Artist. I'm Hagan. I'm
2: Dave. I'm not Joe He's Rogan. He's Joe Rogan.
1: No. <laughs>
2: <coughs> That's Jackson. Yeah.
1: Haxson. Haxson. Yeah. yeah.
2: What a missed opportunity I that was. I thought you were
1: trying for Close that. No.
2: Right. I, what kind of was? Hax. Hack up along.
1: Welcome back, Haxson. Yeah. We missed, we missed you last week. We'll see how
2: long I'm here. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean this episode, or just like in general on the podcast? Do we have to keep getting other people to fill? Just in, in general, I, I'm taking each day as ominous. it comes. We've had a lot of new Jacksons on the show. Yeah, we have. Yeah,
4: we yeah. had one new Dave.
1: Yeah, only. What if we, what if we assemble
4: all the new people and just have them do their own? Let's show. That make would be fun.
1: New podcast with Mike,
3: <laughs> Riley, and Ben, ben, ben and, It'd be Mallory really funny. and Mallory. Yeah. That That'd would actually be funny. pretty good. Yeah, yeah.
4: I'm not against that. That'd be great um we just tell them all we're not gonna do this this week we need you to come to higgins house and record this podcast i don't feel like
1: it's any all set of up. Them, just press the button
0: yeah. <laughs> i mean i don't know any of them well enough to truly say this but um I, f- I don't feel like any of those four personalities are really like you know like perfect for each other like i couldn't see the pairing like maybe ben and riley and then
1: I mean, mallory
4: I, and yeah, mike.
1: Ben ben and mike too yeah yeah.
4: I think Ben would be like the
1: glue. Ben so would what, be the glue.
4: What we're yeah. saying is Ben should have a podcast again. <laughs> again. Yeah. Again. He really yeah. should. Yeah. He yeah. really
1: should bring that shit back. That was great. Because he's definitely listening. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Ben. <laughs> he definitely, definitely isn't listening. No. no. Yeah. Yeah. How's everybody doing? Everybody have a good week? Yeah.
0: Oh, I feel great. I'm tired. <laughs> tired? Adam's tired. tired. He's been taking NyQuil, sleeping on benches. Yeah, just
4: all day. Yeah.
2: He does not know if he's hung over or just tired.
1: <laughs> he can't tell if it's Nyquil or DayQuil. Yeah. Yeah. He can't it's tell if it's night or day of, outside. Of vodka, yeah. <laughs> with uh
2: peach juice in it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're drinking? <laughs> no. Is it what, peach juice? It's, no, it's, it's just tea and lemonade. Tea, tea and lemonade. Sugar
0: no. tea? Is
4: there sugar in it?
1: Sugar no. lemonade?
2: He's already yeah.
4: sweet enough. <laughs> so um hey. I have a lot of stuff to do tonight and I'm tired, so I'm drinking yeah. caffeine. So. Okay. so I
2: had a Dr. Pepper last week. Nice. I texted you. Yeah, about you
0: sent me a picture of it. yeah Yeah. is that a rare occurrence
1: very rare i i I know that's really rare but it's also really funny and cute that you sent jackson a picture like look i'm having dr i said
2: thinking he does it every time (laughs) every time that's the first time i've done it no but like
0: you'll do stuff like that yeah i think about you
3: yeah
2: i think about all of you that's weird it's not weird (laughs)
0: um yeah, and then he also sent me like, "Hey, there's the new queer." I'm like, bitch, "Yeah, bitch, I know." <laughs> well, I just I follow to follow most of them. Yeah. Um, g- feel free. Any guesses of who I don't follow? Bobby. Yeah, definitely not Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the, the the. I think he has the hardest job, and also is the most expendable. Yep. Uh, uh Karamo. Any Any guess why it's not Karamo? I used to follow all of them. Uh, wh- any guess why you don't follow Karamo? Uh huh no i just got so sick and tired of hearing about his uh daytime talk show yeah it was genuinely that because i do really like karamo i mean he's the one who makes me cry every episode mm-hmm. i've had to like partition off i can only watch an episode a day i'm not finished with it yet and, but you're, ha-
1: and you're coughing too so you're crying and coughing. <coughs> it <Yeah>. sucks uh, <laughs> i have to I've, go I've, back
0: uh, 10
4: seconds all the time to see what they said
0: <laughs> i genuinely like i was like oh man if i like watch more than two episodes i'm gonna be like dehydrated <laughs> like it, it, it just like fucks me up yeah. yeah, i finished the whole season like in a good way yeah yeah of, course, yeah of course yeah i love show. that show yeah. my yeah. favorite show um yeah also uh yeah no no other updates for me i just uh <laughs> <laughs> you, you haven't done you anything didn't, you
1: didn't you, did, you didn't see you didn't see a band last night
0: yeah last night i saw cohen cambria that's why we're recording on a tuesday 13th 10th 10th i'm in the double digits mm. yeah damn yeah it um They, uh, and I did the exercise that I did last year on here, but I did it today just in a room with my partner. Of like, I can name every Coheed show in order and all the bands that they played with on each tour. And, um, the only one that's kind of like a caveat is like, I saw him at a festival, which I can name all, like, not every band I saw there because I'm sure there's some that I forgot, but I can name a lot of the bands I saw there. Um, but yeah, I could do that and I did it today. And, the reason why I bring this up is because last night they had... Have you guys heard of the band Def Heaven?
1: Yeah.
2: No,
0: no. So they're like this uh, metal band, and the way that like a lot of people describe them, and I think it is apt, is um, like black metal shoegaze. I was pretty shocked. They only played like five songs, and it was like a 45-minute set. That just, isn't
1: that just Doom? I don't
0: know. And the reason why I might disagree with what you're saying, the first song, I think it was like a nine-minute song. It i think it was in a major key and i was like this is just bizarre that there's this like very obviously like this guy screaming like black metal screaming which like if (laughs) if you don't know the difference like black metal screaming is typically very treble it's very high register not like a not judas priest stuff like it is very like it (sighs) it sounds like somebody going (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> it was that the entire time so his vocals really cut through and then you have this like there was no no chugging there was no breakdowns there was nothing like that it was very much all the guitar was it like, motions were okay, like that so and i was like, like oh i could play these guitar lines and this is very clearly a metal band not a
1: lot of like riff action no okay yeah
0: it occasionally happened but um it, i've heard of this band because they're like one of those like indie or not indie pitchfork sweethearts Mm. which is rare for a metal band so anytime that happens i'm like oh i'm curious and i've listened to them a couple times and it's not for me but i could see why people would really like it but apparently like the coheed fan base because i'm in like the subreddits and everything they like have fucking hated them this entire tour. like everybody has like shit talked them saying like hey just go ahead and skip their set or like basically that's the merch time and all that kind of stuff people fucking hate them i actually saw people
1: who were at that show post something like i'm not a fan of this it was
0: wild the like one of my friends that i've gone like who goes to these coheed shows with me like he we we rode together and he was talking to me we talked beforehand and he had that same thing of like yeah i've heard pretty bad things about them i was like well let's go in with an open mind i've heard the same things but like fuck it we might really like them um and man, he was just like the entire time. To, at one point, I just like grabbed his shoulders. I was like, you might like it, man.
3: You might like it. <laughs>
0: Don't
1: listen to the other people. <laughs> yeah, he was just
0: like, he was like, that bass is just overpowering. I was like, yeah, but that's more of a mix issue. And he goes, I can't hear the snare drum at all, except for when he does like a rim shot and then it's the loudest thing ever. And I was like, also might be a mix thing, but like yeah. just like, and then I was listening during Coheed and I was like, it's the same issue. It's a mix yeah. thing. Yeah, There is one thing that the, the singer did that like it, at the end of it, did not love it, but there were... Basically, if there was no singing, I would have really liked it. I was like, this is, like, super cool. But the singing got old for me. And also, um, Hot Take, I hate when a singer spits on stage. Oh, like, I yeah, can't stand totally. it. Totally. Especially indoors. Out into the audience? No,
2: no, no. But, like, obviously... Either way, but, on, like...
0: On the ground, indoors, just exacerbates my feeling on this. And then also, as the opening band is like... Dude, somebody's got to fucking clean that up.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: I hate that. It's not really the worst thing. Like, I don't think you're a bad person because of it, but I just see it and I'm just like, why'd you do that, man? Do you think
2: he asked Claudio if it's cool?
3: No.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> hey, <not>.
2: Claudio. <laughs> he probably thinks it's cool.
1: Not, not knocks on his, like, yeah. on his green room I'm door. trying out
2: a new thing where I spit on stage. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the um the drummer for coheed was wearing a Colin college uh t-shirt so <laughs> repping your uh, uh the local um jesus christ community college here that's great yeah uh,
2: where was the where was the venue what venue was it uh house of blues
0: in dallas, dallas. oh cool yeah it was definitely a, I think that's too small of a venue for them every yeah. time they play well, there we- it sells out and it's just like why are you guys playing here
1: we talked about that uh because not to go back, but talking about, like, um, how many times you've seen Coheed, and can you can name every show, I was like, I've seen Between the Buried and Me in the double digits, and I cannot name every, like, lineup, and what. I, there's no way.
2: I don't know how many uh, times I've seen Between the Buried and
1: Me. Um, but, like, the, like Between the Buried and Me is playing at the factory, which is fucking huge, and Coheed's playing House of Blues. Not it like should a small, be vice they, versa. They should, they should 100% yeah. have switched well, that. It's crazy.
0: Like, Coheed was supposed to play the factory for this show, but then... Pandemic happened, and then that show got canceled, uh, and then it's so many years down the line that yeah. it's like, okay, we'll just I, I'm sure they just took whatever was open, right? Mm-hmm. right. But it just they feels had, they're wrong. on a
4: big tour, right? Lots of dates, so yeah. they needed to have this work. Didn't Wild. care, as yeah. Much which about I'm sure movie. that yeah. that
0: is what happened, but yeah, I think I would have had a yeah a better time at the factory because it did feel kind of like oh, it, it was a sold out show, obviously, and there's just it's one of those things where it's like. They, they did this never-ender thing where they play an album all the way through last time for their biggest album. And they did that at House of Blues. And I thought that that was some type of like tactic of like if they have a completely sold-out tour, it's leverage for their next album tour to book a bigger venue. Because bands will do that kind of thing. But now, having them doing this and selling out the same way i was like what i don't understand this because the album they played all the way through last night is not one of their bigger albums it definitely has its fans but like yeah it was weird they didn't end on welcome home which i i personally welcome uh it does make it hard for me to know when to leave so i can beat the (laughs) traffic (laughs) but yeah no
4: you mean they didn't play it at all then they didn't play it at all Huh. yeah and we Weird. did we did have a discussion on. i feel the, like there were probably so many people so mad <coughs> about that
0: yeah i think so there there was definitely when they ended there was a kind of an air of like encore and i was like no guys they just played two sets like i, I don't think there's going to be an encore but there was that kind of air of like people started chanting it house lights come on like rap music starts playing i was like that's them telling you to fuck off guys get
1: out but
0: like we did have this whole discussion uh we got uh, a guest dinner late night food afterwards and we were talking about like do you think that they have the double neck guitar like on tour and i i landed on no because i was like i bet that's the like the line in the sand because yes he does use it during like the second solo of the song but it's like you don't need it yeah you could play that song without it yeah but and i was like i bet they put the line in the sand of like no that's a crutch let's we're not doing it and then everyone else was like no i think like they it's a comfort so the exact opposite what do you guys think
2: i think if they i know the answer they're they're that big of a band that i bet you they have a guitar boat they do and it's probably guitars yeah so i would say it's there i i I would just for claudio 17 (laughs) yeah
1: fuck yeah i would i would bet that it's excessive i would bet that it's there it is i would
4: assume they yeah because what if what if just he decides he's like i do want to do that yeah well and then so like you you don't want to be the guitar tech to be like oh well you told us not to bring it so we didn't
0: so the drummer's been doing this thing where like he's (sighs) like this is this is a tour like showing like here's like the highlights but here also like this is my off day i sit in my hotel room and then i go run 10 miles like this is what tour is like that actually showing what it's like and he did one the other day, and that's does how I know. Also,
1: does he run open-handed too?
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 but basically, he—that's he, how it's I such know. a
2: stupid joke. <laughs> That's
0: Sorry. how I know that guitar is there because he like walked b- back. But get this: so like he's got this iPad that like uh, I guess I don't know what it triggers for him, but it triggers something. And he was like, "Yeah, so see here, my drum tech's got the same iPad. I have one." to the side of me but sometimes i'm swallowing on a cymbal when i need to be hitting that so my drum tech will hit it on his ipad and he goes see that's the whole set right there and i paused in i was like well i just saw this let's see what's on there i was like yep, yep 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 entirely the set at the very end welcome home and i was like so they have it in their pocket Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. but they're it just choosing not to do it that makes sense, which they I'm all for play it. In there, yeah. I just
4: look too. They haven't played it since October last year. Yep, and that so was they've their gone last this tour. Entire tour, not even like feeling like they want to. So, that's, that's, do you that's think good ma- for them? Maybe his wife, Claudio's wife,
2: is like, I don't like that song anymore.
4: No, I don't think that don't
2: at all. <laughs> he does change lyrics though,
0: and yeah. he does like not say certain like cuss words. He'll do this like um, one of the lyrics is, uh, "I didn't mean to do a whole cohe thing." Just by the way, <laughs> that's it's fun. fun. He did a uh, like one of the. Um, lyrics is josephine will you follow me home josephine will you fuck me back home and when he does that now he goes josephine will you me back home like he goes away for like a little breathe yeah and it, it's one of those things where they're a band where everybody screams the lyrics back at them so people don't notice but my throat hurt
3: so <laughs>
0: i wasn't even like mouthing the lyrics last night so i was really watching them and i was yeah. just like man, you do that a lot nobody knows and also yeah. they like the hair will be in his face and you can't see him at all so yeah
1: yeah uh the the drummer posting that stuff about like tour updates reminded me of the guitar player for uh for theo Katzman. he does these like uh he'll like post every night where they're playing with the venue and a really like detailed description of like what the experience is like for him like the stage is this big there's a, like there's a green room all this kind of stuff whatever and their tour just ended and he posted a picture of his living room And he was like, he was like, all right, tonight's gig, uh, somewhere, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, and then he posted like this whole description of like, there's a washer and dryer in the back. (laughs) There's a shower here. And then he said, and the manager here is a total baddie. I think I have a chance with her. (laughs) That's so fucking
0: funny. Here's a little pro tip. And then, then we can move on to actually what we're talking about. Um, if you know, any like musicians that do that and they do it at one of your local venues, if it's a backstage thing, watch for a piece of paper on the wall in the video. Try to pause and see if you can read it. Nine times out of ten, the venue Wi-Fi password is right there. So if you've ever been at like one of these like <laughs> sold out shows and you're like, fuck, I can't like the Internet here sucks because everybody's trying to use their phone. Yeah. There you go. Nice. So oh, I man. have, I think, House of Blues Dallas Wi-Fi password. There's another one I have. I think it's Granada Theater.
2: The thing is, a lot of times they change those passwords.
0: Yeah. I but, yeah. Yeah, I go infrequently enough that I I probably don't have those, but it it's typically something really simple like house of blues music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, exclamation point. Point. Yeah. Point. <laughs> so, um have you heard about Ted? Nailed it.
1: <laughs> have you met Ted? Yep. Have you met Ted? <gasps>
2: no, no, no.
0: Have you <laughs> listened to hyperpop?
2: yes vaguely yeah would you listen to dave the album that you told me to listen to which was <laughs> charlie XCX.
4: uh put your how, phone down how Put I'm, your phone how, down i know who it is but i don't know the album name.
2: <laughs> how i'm feeling now
4: <laughs> what about you adam Sophie. yeah I, I, sophie's I only album actually yeah
0: i couldn't uh, tell you what i is. don't know the album name let's see if i can even get it it's like something pearls on insides that's pretty close oil every oil, oil of every, every
4: pearls yeah on insides I, that's I, like it's. It feels wrong coming out on yeah, inside. That's why I wasn't like, gonna try to even. It's yucky. Do it. It's a. It's a. It feels. <laughs> I wrong. just
3: did
2: the thing to you that my students do to me that I hate. Yeah. It's like what you practice. It's like what you told me to practice. <laughs> I and was like, you fucking asshole. I
0: was fully prepared to like pull the eject cord on this entire episode based off my text that I sent this morning. I was like, if they didn't listen, I'm not doing this. Yeah. And I, I don't even care if did you Hagen didn't. We weren't gonna listen to stuff. I.
4: No. yeah i did a, a, a little worried dave maybe. and i are pretty good about doing our homework sure um <laughs> <laughs> but hagan i'm a I, fucking adult man <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm an adult man
0: that's how you know if i think something's actually like super funny is like i coughing. start coughing somebody at dinner last night said a joke and i was just kind of was eating my cheese fries you can course, guess where i was eating um but i was eating my cheese fries and then like he said something and i just went into a cough fit <laughs> and i just like turned to him and smiled i was like yeah because he like he looked at me concerned i was like that was funny <laughs> um yeah I, I i'm not even concerned whether he listened to his album because he went to a show yeah which yep. i'm sure he told did, did you guys
1: talk about the we the did Gex yeah. show we did talk about uh, the i guess Gex we show. know
4: you didn't listen to the episode now that's i thought said i said that, that he from said the get-go. he didn't
1: listen he was open about that uh, i didn't hear that part
4: <laughs> yeah i was open-handed Get about off your that. phone man <laughs> there are notes that maybe we'll update again
1: yeah maybe they'll update yeah, hopefully we'll they see. update or hopefully i remember to upload the video i think as long
4: as i don't open it on my mac we're good
1: <laughs> okay good we'll see
4: did uh, you
0: fix your laptop
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's what the uh, show is about right
1: yeah we talked we talked about the Gex show and yeah. we talked about how immaculate the vibes were and uh, Wonderful. and how and how much fun it was and also the
0: the 45 uh, minute car trip
1: we out of the parking lot i did not talk about that i did not talk about us being stuck in the parking lot for 45 minutes yeah i I got my skateboard out and he showed me me the footy it was good
0: (laughs) Hagen just got out and ran off at one point
1: i wanted to know what was what what was going on i had to just see it like why you
4: haven't moved
1: yeah Yeah. i just wanted to see why we weren't moving like if, if it was truly just exactly what we think it all is people just being fucking stupid but that's not the point the point is, is that we saw hundred geeks, and we're here to talk about hyperpop today.
0: Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not by any means the like, uh, you know, aficionado at on hyperpop. But for the four of us, yeah, I'm yeah. a, I'm a scholar.
2: Yeah. yeah. You're a exactly. resident hyperpop aficionado scholar. Yeah.
0: And it really just comes down to I have the basic uh, understanding and have been interested in this genre. For multiple reasons, uh, but just, like, I, I genuinely have enjoyed the music, and as I've, like, you know, peeled away at the, like, the onion that it is, like, I, you know, realized that, like, it is a bit more of a, less of a genre, or at least that, that moniker, hyperpop, is less of a genre and more of, like, okay, it's just, like, a, it is, while it's not entirely young musicians, because, like, that, the most famous one right now is 100 yeah and, they're my age so it's like they're not young young so like whenever people we had an extra ticket to that and we were trying to hand it out to people and i got three have fun with the TikTokers, and to each one of those i just said okay boomer and it's this weird thing that people like shut down music because they're like oh yeah that's that like young people thing it's like What does that fucking mean? They're
4: they're they're my fucking age. The people up there, the fans aren't. You're only allowed to listen to the music you did when you were like eighteen. That's true.
1: Well, the and have fun at your
2: Tool concert. (laughs) I'll see (laughs) you fuckers at Ted Nugent and (laughs) coheed. Fuck. Uh,
1: I mean, like the 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 history of hyperpop seems to go pretty far, like like shockingly far back. But I think uh, the like to go back to it's not like necessarily a genre whenever i was looking up stuff about hyperpop to just learn more about it like one of the most googled questions was is hyperpop an aesthetic uh and it seems it's an interesting question it seems to be that uh, it's a pretty agreed upon idea that it, yes it is like a genre and or style of music but it's so like it's so big and what they consider hyper to be um and also like what the look is what like what it could actually equal, it seems to be that people are more referring to it just as a aesthetic than... Hmm.
2: Similar thing to grunge. Now, people are like, grunge is
4: is an aesthetic. I feel like
2: grunge was way more defined, though.
0: um, Yeah, of course. Musically, because every album... At the time,
4: though, or just retroactively? Oh, yeah. I can't speak for at the time. Because I feel like at the time, maybe it was less defined than it is now, obviously.
2: But there, there are people who don't know what grunge music is but they know what grunge the style is just as much as there are probably people now that know what hyperpop is but might not know any of the musicians yeah that's
1: that that, that's that's a really great point because there's people you'll see people wearing flannel on stage playing rock music and someone will walk up and go oh it's a grunge band exactly right yeah yeah
0: yeah and so that term hyperpop i gave each of you there's more albums i could recommend but i gave each of you an album in the in the hopes of just like okay Here's what I think are like, you know, three really good like examples of hyper-pop, but each one is starkly different. I don't know, did e- any of y'all listen to multiple of the albums? Yep. I listened to all Fucking
2: three. Overachiever over here, Hagan. And Bidding. Adam? Oh, yeah. I am a bad student.
3: <laughs> so But how many times shit. how many times do you
0: listen to your album? Like 5 times. Yeah, that's great. There yeah, you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah. That's my favorite one out of all of them. That's good. That's a fucking great record. Um, but each one of those records like while I think they are firmly Rooted in what people would classify as hyper pop. It's just like they are all wildly different.
2: Yeah. Every you, single one. How did you pick who got what record?
0: Uh I actually you, I I did, I did really think about this. I thought if I gave you a hundred gecks, you would really bounce off of that. So I was like, <laughs> that's not the way to do it. I need to give Dave the most <laughs> accessible gonna hit
4: play and
1: then listen to one song. Second and be song like, I'm where done. it's calling him a fucking piss baby and he's like, I'm
0: out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I I gave Dave the one that was like this is a pop record but like it has like all the elements like the just like bombasticness mm-hmm. and then i gave adam sophie's record because i felt like okay this one is weirder it is like an electronic record it is more, very much it's more done by a producer and less by like a you know like charlie XEX stands out and then you have the production yeah. sophie's record feels like like a daft punk record where so- it's like the the singing the person isn't the point it's the production
1: but it also it also felt like it was like slightly more like i hate to use this term but slightly more avant-garde like slightly more like like just like um just weirder in in like a musical sense like it's totally going for something different than just like a pop record is
0: but what's interesting about her and we will get more into this is that she really pioneered the sound the way that i will the way i classify these three records is starting with sophie's record that pioneers what hyper pop is then moving on to charlie xcx i think she perfected what hyper pop is on the record pop Two. but i personally think the album how i'm feeling now is a better representation of what we would call hyper pop going into the second wave which is now and that's 100 gex yeah yeah um and you could argue is 100 x bigger than charlie xcx it, that's dumb but like it, it who knows um so that's kind of how i did that and i gave hagen 100 gex because he went to 100 x, and i was like well he he
4: already bought in yeah I, he was this already one's not gonna
0: so. scare him away yeah um
4: <laughs> I, w- I will well, say that's the one i listened to last yeah.
1: I, well I, I I would say that there's And a- I
4: think that's the way to do it yeah. for you two
2: specifically. Yeah.
1: There's a decent chance that 100 Gex would have scared away both of you. So,
2: I mean, we were listening to 100 Gex
1: in the car. In the car. Yeah, we were talking about. Yeah, Which record? You couldn't yeah, get
2: out of the
4: car and leave.
1: Yeah, uh, 10,000 Gex. I tried. Yeah, so 10,000
0: Gex is more their second record, 10,000 Gex is more accessible in the sense of like it has like a look we already talked about it, but when I like turned off y'all's live, yeah, you stream, got mad at us
2: for not playing the hyperpop song. I
0: didn't get mad, but I was. It, <laughs> it's mad. one of those things where like I can't watch these episodes when I'm not on it anymore because I get that feeling of like, but times a hundred of like, oh, I need to like tell them like, oh, because right. I'm used to having the feedback with you guys. Yeah, yeah But yeah. whenever I listen to my Australian podcast, is like, well, I have no feedback, so I don't actually get frustrated. But in this, I'm like, well, if I was there, I could tell them, oh no, that's not. That's not what oh, they're no, no, calling. No. You're wrong. And that's not what I'm, tra- that's not what I was trying to do. What I was trying to say was like, Hey, I know you think you're listening to hyper pop right now, but you're not. Yeah. See, you're wrong. I need it's... to show you like, cause like, well, if yeah, you cause... walk around saying that like, Oh, that's uh, my favorite one is, right. you know, uh Hollywood baby is like, yeah, but that's like a pop punk song. Like honestly, machine gun Kelly could do that song, but you go into Doritos and Fritos, you go into fucking like frog on the floor. That's, <laughs> that's hyper pop
1: well i think i I think like uh what what like the gecks do to me that feels really hyper pop is the fact is like all of the genre blending an yes. album an album it feel the albums feel concise. But in no way is any song like you'll have the crazy electronic songs. You'll have like the 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 pop punk ish. You'll have like definitely the ska songs. Yeah, you'll have all of it. Ska on, it. yeah, there's fucking ska. Uh, Apple Music is there's giving multiple. me ska suggestions now. Because <laughs> of, it's fucking annoying. Um, but so like there's like a, the genre blending across the board of what these artists can do feels to me like a really generalized definition of hyperpop but it's not it's it, it's not the nitty-gritty of like what it actually is but that was like how i initially understood what hyperpop could be was just like taking a bunch of genres blending it together not necessarily in one song but like as a group and as a unit and still making it ha- having some sense of cohesion within the writing
0: so let's roll back a little bit i'll tell the tale as i see it of hyperpop and then we can discuss a little bit more of the music. And I'm gonna not, I'm gonna be picking up my phone a couple times because you know, as we said, my notes don't uh, sync up on my computer anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, according to you know the the Wikipedia article, obviously um, the term hyperpop was the earliest uh, use of it was uh, in 1988 by the Cocteau Twins. Have you guys ever listened to that band? Yeah. No they're super cool um they have this uh i think it's heaven or las vegas is their super famous album it is just like yeah heaven or las vegas if you if you want to listen to this like really like shoegaze dream it's dream pop is really what it is but 80s um go listen to that record can't understand what the fuck they're saying (laughs) it's like just wild uh they're from scotland i don't know if they're actually speaking gibberish or if it's just they're scottish but it's (laughs) awesome (laughs) Uh, but they used it basically uh, in the 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 way of saying in the 80s uh, England nurtured the simultaneous phenomena of hyperpop and anti-pop. So they weren't using it in the way that we use it now, but it that is the earliest uh, that it was used. but then there was this basically there's these conflicting like there's a couple like um like English uh, music journalists who have said like oh, I saw it in a a magazine like a reporter like just said this term in like 2014 or 2008 that kind of thing so like at that Mm -hmm. point people just basically are like nobody's using it when it really came into like uh, popularity as a term itself was in i think it was 2019 or yeah it was the spotify playlist yeah the spotify playlist which we'll talk about but not get there yet but that's where that term comes from and i think the way I've interpreted, I'm not gonna regurgitate all the words in front of me, but the way I interpret it is when we as a band were asked what type of genre we were, we basically came up with this term garage pop rock. And the reason why we said that was not because we genuinely think like, hey, we're a garage rock band um with uh pop influences. We basically put that together of like, okay, if you're gonna make us say something, we're just gonna say gibberish. I'm yeah. just gonna, I'm gonna like paint a broad stroke and then hopefully we catch as many people with it um and I, I think it did work in that kind of sense of like when people hear that they're like okay whatever man i, I guess <laughs> yeah. I, I guess i'll just have to listen i'm like yeah no that that's exactly it. so <laughs> that's I, what i want you to do <laughs> so i do think pop is that but uh i think it has kind of come under um people interpret it as like it is pop music it is the sugary um the hooks the melodies of pop's it uses a lot of the structure, not all the time. But on top of that, I think the hyper uh, part of it uh, is is using the sense of it's not limited of like, okay, everything has to be crystal clear. It has to be n- no jagged edges. There's like a metal breakdown now. Yeah. There's a really loud, like like actual metal, like banging noise in the background. That's, that's part of the drum beat. It will, you know, use dubstep in the middle of a song, that kind of thing. A lot of auto-tune. Yeah, auto-tune just super heavily used and it's just it that's basically i think the hyper part of it is that like yeah we're doing all this stuff like that is like catchy and it's a great song but also we're gonna do whatever it's not really limited by that kind of genre and i think that's the really the the biggest thing with this is that yeah it just feels like there's not really much limitations there's all these uh, you know expert analysis of uh the like oh it's this critique on like you know here's this beautiful pop song and now we're gonna throw some shit on it and it's like no i think it, i think it's just people being like oh wouldn't it be, it'd be like somebody saying like oh i'm gonna have frosted tips for a little bit yeah yeah i'm gonna wear yeah. a puka shell necklace because that would be kind of funny yeah that kind of thing
1: it 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 definitely like uh the, the there's a word that was used in the wikipedia article uh it being a uh, maximalist. And like, I, I think that's like the perfect uh, yeah, word for it is um, because like so much of the time we hear like something, something being minimalist and, or, or like kind of reductive of something. And this is like the absolute combination culmination of so many different things. And like you said, like, wouldn't it be cool if this happened? That's, that's, that's what it doesn't feel like um, you, know, <laughs> you, you could listen to a song and you can hear when a writer goes, I don't really know what to do here. Wouldn't it be cool if we just did this? And it's like, oh, well, no, you didn't really have an idea. You were just like, wouldn't it be cool if, but it feels like they're like, wouldn't it be cool if, and then put their fucking heart and soul into that idea. Like yeah. they
4: really committed to it. Yeah. The yeah.
1: conviction and the intention behind the, uh, I don't know if the word, cr- if saying it's crazy is like a bad thing, but like the, just the, the wild out thereness of like what they, there's no to wrong answer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: And it feels that way too. The first time I listened to, um, the Charlie XCX record was on Saturday morning, driving to work. And I hadn't been awake for more than an hour. And I was just sitting in my car driving, like, down the road, and it was just like, oh, I'm not... I'm so overwhelmed by this right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. it, it's definitely one of those things where
0: it's
1: like, it's not a country road drive yeah. song. It's like, it's not like that. Well, and it, and, and like the, the, this morning, I was listening to all three of them again and I, I put on, I put on 1000 gecks while I was making coffee, which is just pouring cold brew into a cup. Uh, but, <laughs> 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 but I, I, I was like, as soon as I put it on, I was like, I'm fucking ready for the day. I don't even need this throw your coffee over yeah. your shoulder. Yeah.
0: Kara's yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> It's like the that, like, Andrew W.K. record. Like, yeah. just like it's very, yeah. just, like, it, it pumps you up. And it's, like, in the same way. It's, like, you got to read the room. Sometimes that's not the call.
4: Sure. Um, I mean, calling it maximalist makes a lot of sense. I hadn't thought about that, but we're kind of in, like, a moment of that for movies, too, with Everything Everywhere All at Once. is yeah. very much a maximalist, like, let's just fucking do everything yeah. kind of movie, and it works. And that's the same kind of thing with these albums.
0: What's interesting about most of the bigger... Uh, and, and when we we say big, like none of these uh, hyperpop artists are massive, massive. Um, I mean, it's still new. Yeah, so. like people call it a micro genre, which, like, what the fuck does that mean? But whatever. Uh, Sub genre would be like the term I would have yeah. thought, but yeah.
1: micro genre.
0: Once again, all of these things, it's very frustrating and just reductive. Yeah. But uh, yeah, what is interesting about hyperpop what I found, especially with someone like a hundred gex and Charlie XCX, um, is that it's not when they put things in there that are, uh, they feel like a, especially on hundred gex where it's like, Oh, there's a metal breakdown here. And you hear that you would think like some people you would might immediately think like, Oh, this is cheap. It, they're just trying to do something brutal for a second, just to win over some people in that way. But there's a, here's a i'll ask you all a quick question real quick and uh i'm gonna keep uh points on this uh i have the i have
1: yeah. i have the thing for the loser right here
0: yeah it's a it's a beer what <laughs> what type of beer is that uh
1: this is a cookie dough beer
2: can i take that home to my
0: wife nope you have to drink it Ugh. um you don't have to chug it but you do have so to that take that's a that's big that's a that's swig that's of it House, I yeah. Assume. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. but uh
3: so
2: <laughs> uh, if
4: anything weird
3: yeah. The per-
0: person with the lowest points is going to have to drink that at the end of this episode. So first question here. Um where and what what album was recorded at the same place as I'm trying to think of how I phrase this. This this wasn't one of my prepared questions. So uh, 100 gecks for their 10,000 Gex album recorded live drums and they recorded it as a famous at a famous studio where a famous new metal band uh, recorded an album. What band was that? And you get bonus points if you can tell me what album it was. It's in LA.
1: Yeah, you fucking told me this and I forgot. It's in
0: oh, LA. Well, really
2: helps narrow down. Well, you go down. last then. Oh, I'll go first. Yeah, Shangri La.
4: Okay. Uh, Slipknot. Okay. I don't
1: know. Okay. <laughs> Uh, fuck. I, I think dave got the studio right but i, I don't know i i i i, I I'm, I'm shouldn't have to go with slipknot i don't know anything else i am going have to go with slipknot as the band
0: the the studio wasn't the question it was yeah, the yeah. album uh, album and band oh right. yeah yeah, it was, it, was, uh, yeah it, was ban- it was i thought it was studio
1: i thought it was band bonus points for album right yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. right yeah uh it is
0: neither of those it, fuck. Is, it is the same studio that system of a down recorded toxicity Fuck. Oh. sorry i butchered butchered that that wasn't a planned question fuck. but don't worry i do have planned questions Uh, so no one's on the board yet. Um, but the reason why I bring that up is because you would think like, Oh, it's easy to say like, this is cheap. I think I don't know enough about this to really talk too much about it, but like machine gun Kelly and like Willow right now are like the, the very big, like pop punk artist I
1: think, I, think, I think travis barker played on both their records right yeah yeah <laughs>
0: and like but some people are saying like oh they're moonlighting this isn't like they're not real like willow's like this like huge nepo baby and then like machine gun kelly used to be this rapper like have they actually like paid their dues like whatever that
3: means uh-huh.
0: but you can't really make that argument for these like people in 100 gex specifically when it's like oh well like they literally are like we want the big sound of like we want the la sound which to them in interviews they've said when we think of the LA sound, we think of the last two system of a down records. And I was like, yeah, I, I definitely hear that now that you say that. Okay. I would have never never yeah. said that, but as soon as you said that, I it went back sense. and listened. I was like, yep, you're right. Yeah. I hear it. And so they were like, well, we needed live drums on the record, so we just went
1: there. We got our friend and we recorded there. I was well, like, what
2: studio was it?
0: I don't remember.
1: Well, and, you, and, and when we were talking about this, um, you you said that in an interview, someone was like, how did you get the drums to sound like that? And he was like, they're real drums. Yeah, we went. Yeah. yeah, it's
0: Cello Studios. Oh, okay.
1: Like that's like w- like it, it feels like such a like wow. How we did, did they do that? But it's like no, they they just did the thing that like they recorded real drums. Yeah, like, I mean <laughs> that lots of people
2: have done. If you yeah. look up the production credits on the the Charlie XCX record, there are eight drum programmers. Yeah. 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 And no live drums as far as are credited.
0: And yeah. like to her credit, like she's one of those people. And I've said this over and over again, but I think it really just needs to be sung. I think there are people who have just like cracked the code and know how to write music. There's Ryan Tedder, Jack Antonoff, Charlie XCX. Yeah. If you look at any of your favorite pop songs, I guarantee you nine times out of ten, one of their names, if not multiple, are on there. Yeah. Yeah. And she is fucking everywhere. She's got a lot of credits. And it's one of those things where like I could hear people here listening to her music and being like, Oh, it's just pop music. It's blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, dude, she is writing the pop music. You're like obsessed with. It's right. not, it's not that simple, but get, getting back to the origins of, um, kind of hyper pop. So there was this, uh, music stu- or music collective, it's technically a record label, but a lot of people have said like, it's to think of it as a record label is kind of the wrong way to go about it. Uh, it's called PC Music, and this was uh, founded in London uh, in 2013 by A.G. Cook, who that is, like, who people, like, say this is the godfather of yeah. uh, hyperpop. And his whole thing was basically he was a music producer, much much like Sophie, and created this PC Music, and the idea was, like, oh, I didn't want to get developed artists or develop artists i wanted to get the people that i knew making music and basically say hey we're gonna put out pc music volume one not like hey charlie you're gonna put out a um you're gonna put out a record on pc music so a lot this was like an early uh home for specifically sophie and charlie XEX and ag cook who is also a hyper musician which i didn't have you guys listen to anything but he's got a wonderful record that came out i think it was 2020 called apple and it's just as good as any charlie xcx record um but basically it was this they were doing like these kind of weird shows to like uh put a, you know like look like at like art spaces and right doing stuff like that so it, it was really more of this kind of collective vibe vibe and less of like an actual record uh label so second question this is a lame and question. You said that
4: was in England, right? Yeah, London specifically. Because I was going to ask, is that kind of still a common thing, a uh, common thread between all the artists we listen to? Is they're all from the UK, I believe, right? Yeah, I, everyone except for like,
0: I, I think second wave has really the first wave is yeah, right. like yeah. everyone you're going to see. It's like uh, I don't think Kim well, Petras is even dating is... back to
4: like the oh, initial Kim... like. She's yeah. German. She is, yeah, kind yeah. Of. So uh, European, yeah. let's say European, yeah. and it does kind of have that feel. I just noticed there were well, a lot it, of like both UK like English and Scottish names
1: associated with all this. Well, and it, it, it does have that feel, especially like when you think about like certain, like, like the one, one of the biggest pushes for like dubstep was the combination of like metal and dubstep in like the mid early two thousands, uh, in the UK and that was also the biggest push for dubstep and not to say that like hyper is like dubstep, but it has like the, the kind of, I mean, some of it, some of it literally is,
4: but it feels less of like, not to say dubstep is like not relevant at all yeah but it's like it felt like a fad whereas this doesn't seem like the same kind of yeah like single note kind of thing but it has like, like the the
1: same phrase. the same levels of like bombastic natures of like we're gonna have these crazy moments big explosions and then also have these like down these down sections it's it there's there's a lot of a lot of bombastic nature between the two yeah what's your question sorry go ahead
0: i'm gonna hold that that's gonna be
1: my tiebreaker question
0: but there's a lot of people on these uh like you know as i said there are uh so early contributors, Caroline Polachek, Carly Rae Jepsen, Charlie XCX, Claro, you have uh, people like uh, Kim Petrus, uh Caro Caro Bonito, which they get the hyperpop uh, That's term thrown at them, but I don't agree with it. You know, you got Re- Rebecca Black nowadays. You, so there's all these people that make sense when you think of it. Um, there's another one, uh, Dorian Electra, who is on a lot of hyperpop music, who's from Houston um but basically this kind of puts it on the map as like hey this is kind of something it's very it's electronic music it's producers that kind of thing and that's where you get basically sophie and sophie was an early contributor in this and i would as i said i don't really think of sophie as like that kind of like when i think of charlie xcx i think of her as like this pop star at a music
2: festival she's been called like the the grandmother of of hyperpop who charlie yes okay.
0: yeah yeah I, I definitely get that so like sophie i think pioneers what exactly we think of as the actual sound and so it, it very much it it's in that euro like, like euro electronic music but it also it's like moving in this kind of direction where it's like the drum the drums are super like just unique it, it it doesn't feel
1: like anything i can't really put a like but that's but that's part of the euro electronic thing is yeah. like how unique the drum sound you think about like kind of like it's like, uh, like drum and bass. Well, yeah, it's like drum and bass. It's like dubstep. All of that stuff is very, uh, but but even 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 past that, like really unique sounds. If you go back to like the '70s or the '80s, and you think about like craft work and shit, it's like very unique percussion drum sounds, and that's been very much carried over into this. Oh, yeah. And
4: even like Bowie's Berlin trilogy yeah. sounds. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it
2: sounds sounds I guess that Brian Eno to that point too, actually. Yeah, right. It sounds that mimic the sound of a snare drum or the same qualities, yeah. but are not even close to a real drum at all.
0: Right, and, and the production will have like re, like cool things um, of just like it. What's happening production wise may mimic what's happening in the song. You may have an overly like on face shopping on her only record, as Adam mentioned. It'll have a very kind of a sterile or like changing uh nature when the song's talking about so sophie was a trans woman and i think that song the way i interpret it is talking about like okay you know changing my body to fit what i feel that kind of thing and that's the way i interpret that song and its lyrics and the song moves kind of like that of like just changing in that way where in a traditional pop song, you wouldn't really do that. You would be like, you'll have the same lyrics, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. But it's not gonna shift in that way. You're not gonna take those kind of like bold risks of like, hey, we're gonna put like this really loud noise filter in the bridge or something like that. Um I would say of that album, I, I think it's a wonderful album. I think it's super cool, super unique it can be very abrasive. I I don't think it's one of those things where if you listen to this Charlie XCX record, you're going to immediately like that. Sophie record. Um, would you agree with that, Adam? I
4: I don't know. Uh, they feel very similar to me at least, um, much more so than the other album. Yeah. The three of them. Um, I don't know. I feel like you, I feel like Dave would probably like it either way, but it might be different enough that it's like, uh, got to be more intentional to listen to it
0: it almost it like starts off with this like ballad it's okay to cry which is uh, like i think it's a really catchy it's an endearing song um but it it, it almost it's like it pretty quickly changes though it yeah. changes yeah. immediately
1: <laughs> well and and like to, it's like here's
0: the hit we're moving on yeah
1: yeah and like and kind of like to 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 go back to the idea of like the like you know it makes sense why the sophie album was picked for adam it like there's there's something about that album to me that is like i guess more intention like you said like m- like like you want to actually like, put the time in and like make sure you're really, really you're ready to listen to that album that would help but i do think that there's obviously like as as early on and and uh maybe like you know especially xx 2 but like as early on into the into this hyper pop world as sophie was there clearly was other influences and you could be more out there because that what what when did that album come out that was early right wasn't that 2017 or 2018 2018 right? yeah i mean like that to me that feels early in the grand scheme of the hyper pop world right that feels like you know we're. i, I mean, think it truly is like the beginning of like what right. people say hyper pop is
0: now, now. um So then after that, uh, I believe it was, yeah, so kind of moving on from that, that's the Sophie record, but Sophie had been working, producing and working on a ton of records in 2017. So moving a little bit back chronologically, A.G. Cook is announced as um, Charlie XCX's creative director. And she releases Pop 2, which is this mixtape that, as I said, I think it kind of perfects exactly what pop, Hyperpop is and was at the time. And Sophie is all over that record. Right after that record comes out, uh, Charlie XCX's Vroom Vroom EP, which if you haven't listened to it, it's four songs, super quick. The The title track, Vroom Vroom, is so fucking good. I, it's the, you may have heard it, it's like, People saying they can't catch me. Vroom vroom, then na na, ride sporty. Vroom vroom, it's super fucking good. But that whole EP is produced by Sophie. So that now you've got this really kind of like incestuous group of like A G Cook, Charlie XCX, Sophie, and then they have all their collaborators just all over all these. So that brings me into my next question: Should have called, should have called the EP. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we'll get somebody on the board here because it, <laughs> it, it's a multiple choice question. So which of the fall, which of these following artists did not have a guest feature on Charlie XCX's Pop Two? A. Caroline Polachek. B. Claro. C. Carly Rae Jepsen. D. Cupcake. You can go first this time. Hey. Did
1: not have a feature.
0: Did not have a feature on Pop Two.
1: Um. I'm going to go with... They all start with C. Okay, wait, so it was... Uh, you said it was Caroline Polachek, Claro...
0: Carly Rae Jepsen. And
1: Cupcake. Yep. I'm going to go with Claro.
0: Oh. And y'all can say same. You, you don't have to choose different ones.
4: I'll go with Cupcake. I'll go with C. What's C? Carly Rae Jepson. It's Clara, so... <laughs> Hayden gets one point. You guys you have said, um, You said they were A, B, C, D, I thought. Yeah. Multiple right. choice,
1: yeah. but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said they were all C. Yeah. yeah and then you were like, <laughs> um, that's how I could <laughs> win. Yeah.
2: Clara was on He's her trying 20. to tell us the answer is C.
0: <laughs> Clara was on her 2019 record, Charlie. So That's it.
1: really confusing. Yeah. <clears throat> that That is like, uh, that the names there really confused me with all, the, all C's. the C's. I and did then, that on purpose. And then Clara was on a, a, a different one for, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I knew that. That's why. I... Okay. Yeah. I see now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you
0: would know that, but I was like, Oh, that'll be a nice little fun fact of like, but she was on something. Um So basically then uh, the, the album that I kind of picked to talk about Charlie XCX is how I'm feeling now, which in my opinion is. M- I think the only pandemic record, and when I say pandemic record, like album that was made during the pandemic and released during it. And
2: a lot of the content is about the pandemic. Yeah.
0: it It is the only one that I think holds up and will hold up moving forward. It is my favorite album of hers. Uh, you, people can argue whether or not it's her best. Uh, the reason why I love it is it is that pop album. Some of her stuff, like her album she put out last year, Crash, loved it. But she very clearly, she in the press store was saying like, I feel like people get hyper pop now. So I, since I was a huge part of that, I feel like I, it's time for me to move on. Somebody else is going to do it. I'm doing pop now. Like that's my thing, which I think is cool, but it's like how I'm feeling now, I think was her just kind of like, that was the statement piece for me. And it, it is, it's all these pop songs, but it feels like it was made in a house yeah. during the pandemic. And I think that's very like it's maximalist in that sense.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I my experience listening to it was like the like I said the first time in like a ten minute drive I was really overwhelmed by it, and then I was like okay, but I need to give this a a really fair listen and a couple of good listens. And as I kept listening to it, it really opened up, and I started to like really accept it for what it was. But it's still just not my cup of tea. Yeah. But I really respect the artistry on it, because there are a lot of textures that feel like they were handled very well, while it is maximalist. it doesn't feel like a haphazard thing, like you were saying before yeah. it's like it's very intentional, yeah, and uh the one thing that struck me the most was I was like, I'm singing the words, but I have no idea what the song is about, yeah, because the form of a lot of the songs, what is verse, chorus. Verse, chorus, 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 chorus. Yeah. And that's the structure for 90% of the album. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I wonder if there's more content behind this than – or lyrical content than what will be perceived for most people who listen to these records. Yeah. And there is, but it's funny because, like, the first song is um, about her image and how she feels – like during the pandemic, pres- presumably she wants to get out.
0: Well, the chorus is I want, I just want to go real hard. I just yeah. want to go real hard. Pink diamond in the dark, which yeah. is like, it's very simple. It feels very simple, but like when you realize, okay, well, this was written, recorded, and released in the pandemic, it's like, it's clearly somebody saying, like, I'm so fucking done being inside. Exactly. I just want to go out and. Just- and- a lot Light of the loose. songs
2: are her saying, like, I miss my friends. Yeah. You know, and there's seemingly a couple of relationships or at least one that she's talking about.
0: Yeah. There's the song Seven Years, which is about the partner at the time who she had been with for yeah. seven years. And she was like, I'll love you forever. Yeah. Like, I'm We've so, we have gotten to the point now. You're here
2: yeah. with me. I, no matter what happens, beautiful. I'll love you forever. The second song is, as from what I gathered from it, it's about suicide. Yeah. I, so the first song is like, I want to go party. I want to go party. The second song is like, um, we're going to drive off a bridge and like experience suicide together <laughs> yeah and speaking <laughs> like, speaking of the
0: the way charlie xcx got uh that notoriety was that uh what's that fucking uh the uh i don't care i love it that that's yeah. her yeah that was her first big song i forget like what that was released under uh, that yeah, that's i don't remember
2: but when when you look at all her credits and you hear the songs it's like oh yeah that's her of course it is yeah, yeah. It, yeah. i think she has like more
0: producing and like songwriting credits um under her name then i think she does like her own songs yeah
1: and if that makes sense like under her like released yeah, yeah. Total total sidebar, but going back to you were talking about some of the early like earliest and like also biggest names in hyperpop, like mentioning Carly like, Rae Jepsen and Claro and stuff like that. I found it interesting to read that um, people cited like Kesha and Britney Spears as like. And it makes sense. It makes total
0: sense, especially Kesha with like the the, the heavily right. auto tuned and then like there was a lot of that, just like songs about dinosaurs, yeah. shit like that. Well, and
1: like and like Kesha had like the the thing like the the kind of like the T pain syndrome where it was like, Oh, she can't really sing. And in fact, she's like a fucking amazing singer, but she also like, she had that different vocal styling. So not only was just auto tune, but also kind of like the talk singing thing and the different way of approaching all of that. I think like, you know, obviously that wasn't like meant to be a hyper pop thing, but going back and like listening and thinking about like some of like the 2011, 2010, Britney Spears and Kesha, it's like, wow, this is, yeah, this, this is early hyper pop. This makes makes sense. sense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, if you want like a little like just a fun intro to Charlie XCX, that's not a full album. I think it's her like 2018 performance of Lola, at Lollapalooza of Vroom Vroom, and right before it, she she talks. She's like, "If you know this song, th- that means that you're sexy. That means you drive a sporty car. You drive it real fast. If you don't know this song, you're also sexy." And it's just it's she goes on this monologue, and I'm just like. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. And she's got these like sunglasses that are kind of look like those like Neo sunglasses. They're like kind of like half sunglasses. I'm just like, this is fucking awesome.
2: (laughs) She's so cool. She's super intense too. I I watched like some of her, uh, I think it was title performances. Yeah. That crazy backdrop. I forget the name of the song, but it was the first two minutes was just her rocking the fuck out so when she
0: starts vroom vroom after she does her monologue she then screams into the mic and i'm not talking about like she does like a woo
3: yeah
0: uh she like actually just like ah it's so fucking (laughs) good
2: she was super winded when she decided to start singing
0: i am dying to see her live i just want to see i want to go to one of those concerts it seems like so much fun uh she has also like a great interview where like somebody like, at a red carpet, I think it was at, like, the Brit Awards, they're, like, asking her questions, and she just, at some point, just, like, looks at them and says, I'm sorry, I have no fucking clue what you're saying. I'm so jet-lagged. I just drank two vodka Red Bulls, and, like, the interviewer immediately just, like, drops the facade. She's like, well, then how are you doing? Like, let's just just talk. And she's like, I'm fucked up. (laughs) It's so fucking funny. But on this record, the How I'm Feeling Now record, on a handful of songs you have dylan brady who did the production of it who is dylan brady he is part of 100 gex he is a half of 100 gex which kind of moves us into what a lot of people call the, the the second wave of um of hyperpop and that's where you get into some people say that like oh this is what actually coined the term hyperpop which is the 2019 um spotify playlist spotify put up a playlist called hyperpop and it had all these people we're talking about, Dorian Electra, Sophie, Charlie XCX, uh, 100 Gex, and then you have A.G. Cook. A.G. Cook even did uh, take over the playlist for a little bit and started putting some stuff in it, and there was a bit like he put some like weird stuff in there like that was just like, uh, oh, Sly and the Family Stone. Kate and, like, Bush
1: made it. Kate Bush is in the playlist. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs>
0: he put people like that, and people were like, Wait, so this is hyper-pop? And I think it kind of feeds into the, like, you're thinking about it too hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, kind of a movement. It's a group of people who are doing whatever the fuck they want. Like, I think, a, like, a metal band could be a hyper-pop band. Yeah. They, like, machine, if, machine Girl, that opened up the show for 100 yeah. gex.
1: I think they were mainly an industrial band. Yeah. But well, it makes sense. I was going to say, if, if someone really wanted to, they could convince me that Baby Metal is a hyper pop band mm-hmm. i could easily like that the, the, that would not be different yeah yeah poppy poppy's per, a perfect example yeah yeah, yeah
0: yeah so 2019 that happens and that's what people are saying like is coined it there's this very pretentious caroline polchek uh interview with q radio that she she kind of she says like oh genres are made up and does that kind of whole heady thing of like, nobody's ever I'm said from that. new york city <laughs> I almost turned it off, and I'm glad I didn't. I got snooty for a second, but it is a great interview. But she does that whole thing. She's like, did you know Spotify made that up? And the guy, Tom, from uh, Q Radio, love the dude. He's up there with, like, Zane Lowe. Um, But he just kind of goes like, what do you mean by that? And he has a very, like, he has a calm voice like that. What do you mean by that? Yeah? Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. It's just beautiful. Um, But, like... I wouldn't say that they coined it, but I think they definitely like popularize it. That's yeah. that that playlist is probably why we're using the term in the way right. we are now. Why we're and, doing the episode. Yeah. And then now. TikTok. TikTok happens. And yeah. uh, that's why we have people turning down free concert tickets to because they don't want to see the TikTok ban. Whatever the fuck that means. It's Like, oh, what? You don't want to see ghost. Yeah, Ghost you, was super big on TikTok. Are you going to call them a TikTok fan? Yeah. Uh, Metallica was big on
4: TikTok. Wizzo. Yeah. Stranger things. Pretty much thing. every musician who's a big deal at this point. Every style. Right? It's a
0: stupid In some argument. Some fashion. Yeah.
1: It's a, yeah. it, Well, it's it, it's it's um. It makes sense to call it that largely because of it blowing up on TikTok, and it also is like it's, it's a newer it's a newer style of music. Sure. And so you and easily... the audience
4: is younger, and yeah, they probably use TikTok. But Interestingly that's enough. Not...
1: I'm sure the majority of the audience is younger, but the crowd at 100 GEX felt like a really even split. It did not it feel did. like it did not feel like majority really really young like like, like Zoomers. Right, it yeah. felt like a, a really even split of like when you go to any show like every like every show I've been to feels like not every show right, but a lot of shows I've been to feel like a good even split. You'll even see like parents with their kids, and we saw that at 100 GEX. Yeah, so I'm sure that 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 there are parts of that where it's true that. Yes, the 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 majority is the majority of listeners is younger, but like at least the the people who are going to the show, it feels like a pretty nice divide.
0: Yeah, so that kind of moves us into a hundred gex. Who they're from St. Louis, Missouri. Really, they're championing championing uh, what is hyperpop now, what people are really listening to. Um, I specifically at the coheat show last night wore my ten thousand gex shirt because I was just like. Everyone's gonna be wearing like fucking metal shirts. It's just gonna be all, it's gonna be fucking mastodon and shit. It's like, I'm just gonna wear this to like, I wanna wear a band shirt, but I wanna kind of set myself aside, away from this a little bit. And I, like everybody at House of Blue was like, oh cool, 100 Gex, are you going to the show? And I was like, yeah, I went. And they said, oh, it already happened. Oh fuck! Oh,
1: sorry, I couldn't read that fucking tour poster. <laughs> I didn't know when they were gonna be here. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I bought tickets. <laughs> so, a hundred Gex, uh, you know, formed in um, St. Louis, and they don't really have ties to like the PC music and A.G. Cook and all that stuff. They, you know, once they got big, now they're working with those people. Like, uh, there's the song "Ringtone" off of uh, One Thousand Gex, their first record. Whatever you want to say. Um they basically have two records and then they have like a it's kind of like a mixtape or an EP called a hundred gecks. First album's called a thousand gex, second album's called ten
4: thousand gecks. And wonder what the next one's gonna be.
0: I don't know.
1: There's no way of really knowing. Yeah, <laughs> can't do, can't nobody, do that. Nobody, math.
4: nobody can figure that out. No, no,
1: it's gonna be, it's gonna be a mystery for all the fans. And then yeah. when they announce it, will be like, oh my god, I never knew.
0: But they've gotten to the point where they're collaborating with um, the likes of the people who well, the like, people who inspired, championed them. it. Yeah, yeah, and like inspired them. Like Charlie XCX, there's a uh, remix of their song uh, ringtone. Charlie XCX is on it. Caro Caro Bonito's on it. So like all these people who are in that scene are now, like, doing remixes
1: of their songs, adding extra verses and is that, stuff. Is that on their album they did of A Thousand Gex? that's full, of remix. all remixes? Yeah. Yeah, so there's also a song, uh, there's also a remix version of uh, one song that has uh, Fall Out Boy, Craig Owens, and someone else from that scene uh, on the song. So Super what, interesting. Yeah,
0: what you're referring to is the, uh, right after they came out with A, Th- a Thousand Gecks, uh, a little, like, a little over a year later, they came out with the remix album a thousand decks and the tree of clues which is entirely remixes and it is like it's got hannah diamond on it it's got dorian electra it's got charlie xcx caro caro so all these people who are like that and there's a lot of like speculation now of like oh what's the what's the remix of like ten thousand gex gonna be yeah. like it's <laughs> gonna be so stacked bro stuff like that um but it they are the most bombastic one and like i can see it being probably the most user friendly but then also the like the most like it's going to hold people like my dad like if you like stevie ray vaughn don't listen to this (laughs) yeah you're gonna be one of those people like what it's not fucking live dude
1: yeah i mean i think i I think that there's something to it where it's like it's really accessible depending but also really easy for people who are really accustomed to perhaps more order in their music or like not just like a bunch of noises and a bunch of just whatever thrown into something because sometimes like you listen it's like i don't know what I don't know where I am right now. There's just so much happening at me right now.
4: It felt to me a lot like they were trying too hard to do whatever they're doing, right? Yeah. Like they obviously it's very intentional still, but like they're almost like it comes across as like we know this is going to be funny, and so we're going to fucking do it.
1: I think that musically it's really intentional. I think lyrically it is. It is fun. I think that's the whole. The lyrics are hilarious. Have you?
0: Did you guys watch any music videos of theirs? No, I did not. So. It's one of those things where it's both genius and also just like it's working so much towards the aesthetic of what they're doing. Even this past week they released a uh off their like super like like it's a hit. Their last read their record that just came out this year. Bonafide hit and like people are listening to it like they're playing headlining Coachella, headlining all these festivals, not headlining, but they're like really high up on the poster on these like festival circuits. Um, and then they release these music videos that are just like the music video for most wanted person in the United States off their most recent record. It's just like them stealing packages on ring doorbells and like going into a a, a convenience store and <laughs> robbing it with like a monster uh, an AK47 they made out of mont like a bunch of monster <laughs> uh, cans.
2: Oh my God.
0: And it's clearly like filmed on like phones and shit. And I was just like, this is the most low budget, but also, is working so, so much in their favor. It, it's so
1: appropriate, like, yeah.
0: yeah. On the song, song "Money Machine," like they talk about like big trucks and stuff like that. Um, it's the exact same thing where they're just like the whole song, like they're doing like that classic rap thing where like the angles kind of below them and they're like Fish singing at it, yeah. But they're like in front of a tractor and then they're in like a <laughs> truck yard where like all the trailers like at a Walmart uh, receiving facility. It's fucking priceless and it's it's cheap. And it's working so much for their favorite. The the album cover for their first album is just them turned around looking at a like it's like this big shrub. Um and it you guys know that uh the album cover for that American football record, how that's a house that people like do like an emo pilgrimage to. Yeah. 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 People do the same thing for this. People found out where this is. This is in a St. Louis missouri parking lot it's no nothing and people just go to this and take pictures in front of it oh doing like recreate the same it, picture it one-to-one yeah that's crazy. people know where it was and like it was this whole thing of trying to figure out okay where is this we know it's in st louis but like what could there's not much here how and they fucking found it That's
1: wild.
4: So people know know where that is now. You just know there's some guy working at a gas station nearby who's like, these fucking TikTokers (laughs) are coming here and standing by that. No, I don't know where the fucking tree is.
3: (laughs) So that's uh, the
4: tree I used to hang out at on my lunch break.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I used to piss in that tree. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So talking about the lyrics, here's another question. Hagen is the only one on the board right now. Uh, We're talking about the lyrics, the lyrics are funny. But they can, yeah. They really. It's just a good time. Um, Dave, good luck here. Which of these is not a 100 Gex lyric? A. Anthony Kiedis sucking on my penis. B. You talk a lot of big game with someone for someone with a with such a small truck. C. There's the girl that left me bitter. Want to pay some other girl to walk up to her and hit her. D. I was trying to find a way to kill time. Now you're gone, and I can't say goodbye. What, e? <laughs> e? <laughs> we don't smoke trees. We smoke tree-sized dicks.
4: Dave? You seem <laughs> surprised by the fact that there were five options. Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: I'll guess E.
0: Okay, so that's we don't smoke trees. We smoke tree-sized dicks. I'm going to go with D. All right, that is, I was, try, I was trying to find a way to kill time. Now you're gone, and I can't say goodbye.
1: I'm going to go D as well.
0: Okay. All of y'all are wrong.
1: Is it C? Great. It
0: is C. Oh, There's the that girl that, that left guess. me bitter. Want to pay some other girl to walk up to her and hit her? That is an of Montreal lyric. Oh, oh.
1: Fuck, that was my other guess. I was, I was like, oh, I should have just gone for it. Damn yeah. it.
0: Well, here, Let's. Uh, I got another 100 uh, Gex uh, lyric question. This one, somebody's going to get a point on because I'm going to be the judge here in the song. Dumbest girl alive by hundred gex. There is probably my favorite lyric on that song. It is put emojis on my grave. I think that's fucking hilarious. What would be the three emojis on your grave, Adam? I'm just going to pick which one. Three emojis. You can do two, whatever. Uh, what, what are the emojis that are going to be on your grave?
4: Can I look at my phone and see my, go for it, Dave. Um,
2: a a cry laughing emoji, okay, and not starting off strong, oh fuck
4: well. <laughs> uh the uh eyes looking at something do you know what I'm talking about, yeah, and then uh shrug yep that that's very adam yeah. the the
1: shrug the shrug, yeah, the shrug is 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 i'll give good. you
0: all a little time, so for me. It's definitely the 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 Italian hand emoji. Uh-huh. Yes,
2: uh,
4: which there's going to be a new one that's the chef's kiss emoji. I, that's oh, that's overdue. good. Wow, that's
0: good. The shrug emoji, and then I would probably say um,
1: the salute emoji. The salute. <laughs> oh like man. Salute. Um, I think I would have to go with um, I would have to go with uh, cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. The, the emoji with the cowboy hat. Yep. I would have to go with the kissy face mm-hmm. and then I'd have to go with, I think I have to show you this one, but it's like, that the, works. It's like the outlined one, you know, it's like the, de- like the circle. With oh, the dashes. like the dashes. Yeah. yeah. Can yeah. you show it to me though? Yeah. 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 Hold on. Um, yeah. Can I see what you're talking about? Cause I don't, <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's, it's this one.
0: Dave, you haven't given me your whole one yet. Have you? No.
1: It's the dashes. Oh, that's the good. Face. Yeah, that's good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, Dave. Okay. I'm to- like I, I'm that's torn a, between those two. So absurd. mine is yeah. definitely. I like I'm, it a lot.
2: I'm going to start with the thumbs up. Uh, God damn it, Dave! <laughs> whatever. You've already lost. <laughs> I know, but this is who I am. The yeah. thumbs up, the thumbs up, and the high five, and the, the wave. <laughs> this one, <laughs> and uh,
4: the middle finger. <laughs> You know, I mean, I, the middle finger on a grave would be pretty funny. Adam, Adam what was yours? Uh, the shrug and the, the eyes.
0: I just have to give it to him for the shrug. Yeah, I feel it's like too, that's it's so, too It's so so too Adam. perfect. Yeah, it's so too especially perfect. if that's yeah. the only one on there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 it's really fucking good.
4: <laughs>
0: okay. I got one more 100 Gex question. Um, what TV channel played three 100 Gex songs shortly after releasing the 10,000 Gex album? Do you know this one? Yeah okay TV so channel? then TV you channel? don't get to answer yeah <laughs> what tv channel played three 100 okay. gex songs like not like consecutively like oh, okay. on three different occasions right after they released this album they played three songs why would i even be bringing this up you know so think of that before you give me your answer
1: Think of
4: that. i don't know i don't know what that means i uh, I, I would ask you for uh, and i have a source so i can send uh, you it are you just talking like the music just played or like? Yeah, it,
0: it was videos? like they had a show and as like a like a send off at the end, of like going into a commercial break, they played like a snippet of the songs. I'll give you a little hint. The first song that was played was called Most Wanted Person in the United States. It
2: was a TV show?
0: I mean, it, sure.
4: He's saying what channel?
0: Yeah, what channel? Fuck, it, I don't even know. we any...
4: remember what those are anymore.
0: Yeah, um um I, I wouldn't give you this question if there wasn't like some like you couldn't just start it, it, it's a big channel
2: fx
4: okay uh adult, i don't think- adult swim which is, i guess is cartoon network no
0: you were off by one letter it was fox news
2: oh my god
4: so and, and here's, they just searched like the name of the the song no
0: what we, what people think happened is that like there there's an intern there who's just like Fuck it. Fuck yep. it. I'm doing this. Yeah. And what what's very interesting. Wait, interest- was this
4: like Fox News nationally or like some local channel? In like
3: No, no, NBC no. no.
0: Like I'll, I'll show you the videos after this. It is like national Fox News. It's one of the, I forget the guy's name, uh, but it's one of their like big like shithead dudes. And what's interesting. Tucker Carlson. No. I was going <laughs> to no, say, is he still there? I would know that he one. You got fired. Um, mm, kind of. I What's interesting about this is, so there's two people on 100 Gex. There's Laura Les and then there's uh, Dylan Brady. Laura yeah. Les is a trans woman. And so there's this whole thing of like, why the fuck is Fox News playing this when they're they're fear mongering against that entire community? And so recently, so they played like three songs, separate occasions, and people are just like, this is the fucking funniest thing. So that when they played the song, most wanted person in the United States, guess whose picture was up? Joe Biden. Oh, my God. And then they did... It. So, like, people were thinking, like, oh, they just heard that, like, chorus, and they're like... They yeah, I'm played thinking that. they just,
4: like, searched by lyric or something.
0: Next song they played was Doritos and Fritos. <laughs> <laughs> and Please then, say Trump was up. <laughs> and then the song after that, Dumbest Girl Alive. Wow. So, they they actually did just this week. So, like, that happened a, a few weeks ago, when the, or a month or so ago, when the album came out. And um, basically, just... Radio Silence. Everyone was like this is fucking hilarious. Some intern just got got a hold of this and like they'll never know. And then recently that co- that host basically was saying like, "You know, you know what band I'm really into right now? 100 Gex. I'd really <laughs> like to see them live." And the whole community was like, "Dude, we're the community was either like that guy could not get out of a 100 Gex show alive. He would die there." Or they're saying
4: like, "Dude, we're going to heal the fucking world." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is like the this it's is a common so thing with good. a lot of conservative talking heads not like listening to the lyrics and they're just like, oh, they they said that like they don't like so and so and I like their music now. Or yeah. in classic fashion, not doing any research. Just, yeah. do, just
1: not paying attention yeah. at all. Yeah. 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 It, yeah so, or we're,
4: like hearing the song and be like, I like that. I don't need to read anything so, about that. Yeah, yeah. Someone yeah. said oh, there's they, trains
2: in the recording. Yeah. I don't
4: know what
1: that's about, but I like it.
0: It's this guy. Do you know who that guy is? No, I don't
4: watch Fox News.
3: <laughs> no, I don't know.
0: I think he's one of the bigger names. Um, but. It, so
1: people are
0: <laughs> i was waiting for that so
1: no i don't watch fox news adam we thought you did
0: so people are theorizing <laughs> I mean, that we do use um, tmz right so, <laughs> yeah it's yeah. true it's true the people are theorizing why that guy said that was they were trying to like save face of like oh we knew what was happening we did that but like it, it's also like a Okay, well, why are you listening to this? Yeah, uh, which goes even, into the why the research part. Yeah, that's yeah. even
4: weirder if they're trying to like save face because nobody in their audience is gonna know uh. or care. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think
0: I think it. They didn't want to feel like somebody got
4: got. Like they got them. got. Yeah, yeah. got. got.
0: Yeah. yeah. So that kind of funny. That kind of wraps yeah. up where we are in uh you know, hyperpop right now. There's various newer artists. You know, I've tried listening to some of the like artists that are you know lesser known in it and it kind of gets a little bit more into like nightcore and stuff like that which i'm not very into you could make the argument that that first or that a thousand gex is kind of a nightcore record but uh um that's kind of where we are we're in the middle of like second wave hyperpop it's super famous right now um and it'll be interesting to see how it moves forward if it kind of keeps with this same aesthetic, but like kind of the way I see it is that like hyper pop is less of a genre and it's more of a scene. It, yeah, It's kind of like, like saying that whole like emo music was like, I don't think, my chemical romance and like fallout boy are really one-to-one i think right. those are pretty different bands well it's like when you look you at see that
1: the, you see the tissue that wave of emo music is all like these bands that i'm like no these, yeah. like like yeah i understand why you put them all in the same place but they are none of these bands are the same band Like, and, i wouldn't i wouldn't i'll put them next to each other because of their like genre title but in no way do i like i like fallout boy like mcr it's a perfect example
0: and p- people put like thursday and like under oath with those same bands and it's just like these are wildly different right like but it's part of they are part of the same scene so that's kind of how i see hyper pop so trying to put like a a, a, your thumb on it like don't even try that what i would recommend are the three albums that we discussed today that i had everybody listen to that's the first one being uh this is the one that kind of pioneered it that's sophie's oil of every pearl's uninsides and then there's the charlie XEX record which is how i'm feeling now and then uh 100 gexes, 1000 gex which is their first record that's what i also that 1000 gex record it's 23 minutes yeah like, so short you can listen to their whole discography in less than an hour
4: you were talking about they're like really like cheap to produce like music videos these albums are like just like cheap to go, give it a shot. Yeah, if you yeah. will. Like, yeah, it. When I saw the runtime of the, this, the the album, I was like, oh, I have time to listen to this and like probably the Sophie album again. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's yeah. such a short album. What's really the,
2: the it, Charlie XCX records like thirty seven minutes or something? Like that, yeah, right? yeah.
4: And so like the the
0: second uh one hundred GEX album one thousand or ten thousand GEX right, they like
4: twenty two <laughs> minutes or something.
0: Yeah, it, it's something like that, and it's like this big like famous record.
4: So it's like it, you don't have to really. Wait, actually, when they go like tour, they just playing every song they have. No, no, no. No.
1: I mean, like they had like a fifty minute set to be to be like like to be like like as 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 honest as I possibly can be about like hyperpop and especially the live experience. I felt similarly to that as I did Lightning Bolt. I was like I i it's got the it right amount i yeah I, I i got it i got 50 minutes of this i'm good to go like they played non but we were like let's look at the merch line because the merch line was like yeah. wrapping around everything then so, so, you're, so.
2: you're not going to be seen at the next hyper pop festival
1: uh, no not necessarily but i just yeah. i like uh i, I think like, andy's just had one like i yeah, had a hyper pop hell i think they do it they do that once a month now yeah
0: yeah yeah so um that yeah that it, it's not an a hard buy-in yeah. uh what's interesting about that 10,000 gex record that just came out is like you listen to it and like I could see a lot of old heads like listening to this and be like oh they did this and like you know it was a quick follow-up but like they've done interviews and talked about like yeah we pretty much obsess or obsess over these things like there was some like some number floating around that they had like 700 demos for this album and they're like it wasn't that much but it was definitely like we did like have like 100 demos like we scrapped and like redid a lot of things like we really did obsess over this and like to the extent that apparently the vinyl and streaming uh lyrics are different on the records cuz you have to turn in the vinyl they like so it can so get early. pressed yeah oh. and they changed they they were they're like oh we need to change this lyric uh so they changed it and then like basically I think they said, like, two or three days before the album came out, they submitted it to those, uh, like, the streaming platform. They were like, here it is. And so they were like, yep. Uh, if you have the original press of the vinyl, like, it is a different hmm. different it's lyrics. Crazy. And, uh, like, so people were like, oh, so are you going to do, like, a Kanye and, like, change things? And, I, and they were like, absolutely not. Yeah. When the songs are out there, they're
4: done. We're not changing them. Yeah. And but then, like, if we
2: have multiple chances throughout the various platforms of releasing music, yeah, then we're going to change yeah, I, things.
4: Yeah, I thought you were going to say that they didn't like release the the records at the same time because they kept making changes and kept like delaying their their pressing
0: but... no and they didn't really delay anything because there was this whole thing went between albums people were like oh it, this was like such an anticipated follow-up and it took so long and they're like we were we toured for like two years right and then we spent like a year making the album like that's pretty standard it that's wasn't like standard. we were just sitting there doing nothing
3: yeah yeah
4: yeah so you mean they're, they're supposed to put out a new album every four months
0: yeah and i think that it's feeds into minutes, the like I mean. when it's 20 minutes people are like well yeah. you could have done this in like two months it's like eh, yeah fuck
1: yeah, off fuck you yeah exactly. yeah you do it, you do it in fucking a month i mean probably yeah. getting it down <laughs> to 20 minutes is harder
4: than just doing like i'd yeah, like to exactly. see you minutes and being like yeah that's good
0: Everybody's i'd like playing. to see you write a song called one million dollars that just says one million dollars one million
4: dollars
1: one it just does that dollars. the entire song
0: for two minutes
1: it's the, it's the tiktok voice right yeah yeah i don't know
0: yeah. I, I actually don't know that I'm pretty, um, sure
1: that's the one, I'm pretty sure that's the one with the the like the really famous like tiktok tick, like voiceover girl
0: mm. if you want to listen to the ska song that we were referring to there's a couple but uh the the, the it'll best me, one mess up your
4: recommendations though i i got my <laughs> tooth removed I got it's my tooth fucking removed.
0: gold it's so, <laughs> so good, good.
2: <laughs> yeah um one that's thing, all I got. One thing that made me think of when I was listening to that record is like, oh, there are some through lines I can hear or I could draw between like Radiohead's Amnesiac and yeah. this this Charlie XCX record in terms of like texture changes and yeah. how things feel random on, on the first listen.
3: Yeah, I I, yeah. I think
2: that's
0: fair. Yeah, so listen to those albums I said. A.G. Cook, if you want to dive deeper. Dorian Electric. Dorian Electric. And then... um caro caro by bonito i guess i wouldn't call that hyper pop but like earlier stuff i guess i could kind of see it but that band's just great in general
1: nice thanks jackson Who that's lost? what i've
0: been listening to i did i don't know did you lose yeah yeah yeah, yeah you, you did. didn't get yeah. any point wait, wait 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 before you drink that yep that you lose <laughs> <laughs> i had like a, my like a, like i had a clencher like question that was like really lame of like what does ag stand for and ag cook and I was like, "Oh, a uh, great." Nope, Alex G. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> you got G. you got the first one, so he's got two points. He's got Woo! three points, right?
1: No, I, I didn't win the uh, the emoji one. Oh, I also no, didn't no. get to participate in the Fox News one. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, that seems a little unfair.
0: Go ahead and crack that open and give us a nice Gross. little review. Is it cold <laughs> at it, least? It's no, unfair, it's been really. sitting it's been, here it's the been whole time. Here. That's fine.
4: There's no way it's that cold. And mm-hmm. what it, what is this appear uh, again for the listeners? Uh,
1: it is Martin House's uh, cookie dough. It's a combination with melted ice cream.
0: Wait, before you drink it, can you just give it a little whiff of it? First?
1: Also-
4: Sorry, melted ice cream, and it's also...
0: Melted ice cream cookie
2: dough. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> smells bad, doesn't it? Um, it smells like Christmas chocolates. That's so gross. <laughs>
0: I had a swing of that, and I fucking hated it.
2: <laughs> uh, here we go.
1: You got a big old gulp.
2: I'm a team player.
1: You went for <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's gross. Oh, did man. Did you drink all the rest, Hagen? No, oh. no. I haven't touched them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was shocked the, when you this took this. This those... You were going to bring it, so I was like, might I'm as well. No. Come on. <laughs> Come on. This is one of those. You got one point. House.
4: Come on. This is one of those Martin House beers where I'm like, did you have to make this?
1: Yeah. Have you
2: tried it? No, no, so, it. but I just mean try like it.
4: from the description of it compared to like some <laughs> of the other ones, you're just like, oh, that's cool. You made a beer that tastes like pizza. That's, I see why yeah, that was try fun. It. This doesn't seem fun. Is he gonna, gonna try it? I'm gonna try it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and it it's gets worse. As awful as I thought it would be, but it's yeah, not good. yeah,
1: it's not. It's not when when I when I tried it, I was like, no, it's not it's as gross. bad as I thought. <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: As it as, as was worse.
1: described, it could be worse. But yeah, it's not. It's not it's very really good. gross. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, the story behind that is my partner is a sucker for those <sighs> gimmick beers, and she always gets the Martin House like gimmick
4: beers. And I, so she see, she I, saw that. I, at I Trader too, Joe's. but then I draw the line at like <sighs> stuff that sounds bad. This is because like they put out two of those a week. Of like weird beers. Oh, do they? And sometimes you can just read them and you're just like, yeah, I could enjoy that. Like, I'm not going to buy the pizza beer or whatever, okay. but.
1: <laughs> Dave's reaction is like somebody like who had like really spicy food. He's like sk- pushing it <laughs> like further away from it. don't him. want to smell it. It does, it does have a really
3: bad it's aftertaste. so bad.
1: So
0: she was super excited to try it. And then I came downstairs one day. I get up way earlier than her. And on our cutting board was the beer. And I was like, oh, she tried it. But she didn't throw it away, so I picked it up to like throw it away for her, and I picked it up, and it was still full, and I was like, oh, this is gross. <laughs> and I took it, I, I smelled it, and I was like, that smells awful.
3: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jackson,
1: you're listening to all the hyper-pop?
0: Yeah. I, I've also been listening to a ton of System of a Down. Nice. A ton. What's your favorite System of a Down record?
1: <laughs> um,
2: Toxicity.
0: Yeah, so I was tied between that or Mesmerize, but Mesmerize is... Better to me.
1: Steal this album, really, or, or hypnotize? It's
0: definitely not the first album. What about you, Adam? Do you like System of a Down?
1: Yeah,
4: uh, steal this album would be mine actually, which Damn. I think is probably weird. It's but odd.
1: I think steal this album is great. It. it I like think it that is. was.
4: I think that yeah. was the. One I listen to the most. I so I, I got
1: I, into them at Mesmerize, and then I did Mesmerize, Hypnotize, did Toxicity, and I was like, I think Toxicity for me is just like there's a lot of material that I'm like, it it, it kind of feels really, really samey after a while. Um, but the songs <coughs> that are great, which there are a lot of, are great. Steal, steal this album is like this. This is this feels like a snapshot of a System of a Down like moment. Is really, it's really that's really that's really strong. That's not what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> the new this, Queen song. Asked, Oh, that's what you've been listening to? Yeah. Yeah. And
2: yeah, what Charlie do you think XCX.
4: Of it? The Queen song. Yeah, the Queens of the Stone Age song. What do you
2: think no, of it? No, what do you think of it, though? It's great. <laughs> I didn't hear what he said. That's fair.
1: The beer's still fucking with yeah, it. Yeah, it really is. My <laughs> mouth feels disgusting.
4: No, I, I also listened to that song, and I thought... It's like great. This album's gonna be great. Yeah.
1: Yeah, It. It. The. the song... It's not that it necessarily I think is boring. It just it there was a point where I was listening to it oh, the first time. Oh, it feels time. very much the same. I I, I kind of zoned out at some point while I was listening to it the first time and I was like, "Oh, whoa, what the fuck?" Not that it that makes it bad, but it, the the production feels very air of Yeah. So,
2: the band produced it. Really? Yeah. With Mark Ronson, I think, mixed the album or something like that. Yeah, it it didn't,
1: hmm. it, didn't it doesn't feel like a Mark Ronson yeah. production. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's it's good. It's good don't you ask
2: how I thought about it? What do you think about it? I'm
0: not going to listen to it.
2: Until the album comes
1: out? He's not going to listen to
0: it. Really? I'm also not going to see him live. Oh. Why? Why not? It's just, that's not music for me. Okay. I don't like it. This is not surprising you're saying to saying It's dad yeah. music or something? No. I mean, it is dad music, but yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not music for me. It's Foo Fighters. It's the same thing. You're going to
4: listen to the Foo Fighters album.
1: No, no not. he's not.
4: <laughs> I'm also not going to see them live either. I, I know you're not going to see them live, but
1: um i've been listening to hot mulligan's new album uh why would i watch uh yyz yeah your face looks confused by that or is that you holding in a cough okay confused in general okay um uh i think it's i i I guess they're considered an emo band um i listened to their album you'll be fine that was released in uh 2020
0: they're like that new emo like mom jeans and like uh what's that fucking front bottoms yeah stuff like that yeah
1: yeah um and this this album is like a really great like front to back. Uh, I think just kind of, it's like the, the, the modern emo now is a lot of like, like screaming singing styles. Like it's that kind of like, I'm, I'm emotional. So I'm going to scream while I sing kind of thing. Uh, but the first two songs, uh, shouldn't have a leg hole but i do and it's a family movie she hates her dad um the way that those two songs yeah those are good song titles. <laughs> the way that those two songs go into each other is one of the cleanest transitions i've ever heard especially in that style of music but it just it, it 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 i was listening to it i was like oh this first song is really good i like it and then i'm in the second song and i was like wait whoa that was that was the that was the coolest fucking feeling i've ever got out of like this kind of music especially the songs that are out that are like you know a minute and a half two minutes long so uh, great album. Uh, I'm really worried I'm going to listen to it too much and not like it anymore, but great album. Check it out.
4: Did listen, you say what? Okay. No, I, I, li- I did listen to the Queens of the Stone Age. I remember you talking, but yeah.
2: <laughs> don't do it.
1: I've had it before. Uh, yeah, no, do he it. took it, it and was like, good.
0: I'm fine with this. I'm very
4: uncomfortable. Yeah,
2: It's fine.
0: It's, it's weird. Oh, also, Bristom and Roni released a new psychotic. song.
1: It's nah. really good. Go on, Adam. It's not fine. It's not
4: um, The uh, Daft Punk uh, random access memories 10th anniversary release which has like a whole second discs worth of demos and other things it's it has kind their of last song it supposedly has their last song yeah um i listen to that it's interesting i, I it's like not, it I, yeah i don't dislike it it's just not um i guess i wanted more out of it uh but it is, there are some cool things on there where it's like oh i see how they got to like what actually ended up being on the album and i like where they even like started and stuff.
0: Did they have that like commentary track? Yeah. With Julian Casablancas? Yeah. Okay. They did a video of that, which by the way, we're in the era now that that uh one of them has released a solo album, Daft Punk, that we're at the point where he's doing interviews for that and it came up on my YouTube and I was like, "No. No. I immediately said not interested. I was like, I do not want to see them." Like this takes this like a whole thing away from me. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I was like, this is like, I, I no, this is it's
4: wrong. Like seeing Slipknot, it, it's also just weird hearing them like kind of <laughs> talk. Yeah. On this, this like second part of this thing.
1: <laughs> I stay in my mouth longer now. I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: it's a. Uh, if, if you like Def Punk, it's it's worth going and checking out. Uh, it is going to kind of make you sad that there's not a new album or anything. But. Yeah, and so like,
0: I think I already talked about this, but like Pitchfork did this article. I think it was last year of like albums if we could re-review them what would we give them now that wasn't them officially changing their score so like some of them were like andrew wk where they gave it like a a one or a zero or something like that and they're like we we would give that this now but then they did all these examples of albums that they're like we bought into the hype and it's actually not that great uh interpol's first record and then specifically they took a chance to just like dunk on random access memories they're like we gave it a nine out of ten and we were really just bought up in the hype it's actually now with some distance. It's more like a six out of 10. And guess what? Guess what? They did a re release of the album. So they took the chance to actually dunk on it now officially. I was like, you guys are fucking dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus I don't,
4: I don't think I would agree with that either. Like, no, no. Random Records is a great album.
0: I think it's great. And I think it's it a. It was like, definitely overhyped. Yeah. It was overhyped, but it's a fitting swan song. And like it's different from what they did before, right. but it makes sense because it's like an homage to like what they were sampling.
4: Yeah. Like their influences. Yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah, I don't think it's a six at all. I think yeah. it's a great album, but you definitely have to skip that Giorgio song. If you're I love just like one. driving, Why? cause it's not, it's not a great song to like drive no.
1: to. I mean, all right. <laughs>
2: Hagan, take us out of
1: here. Uh, anybody, how do you want to promote or talk about anything at all?
2: I'm opening for Vertical Horizon on
1: Saturday. <laughs> you want to talk more? No, about that? no, that's it. I'm not even going to say where. Just that it's funny that that's happening. Um, What's Vertical
0: Horizon?
2: They're a band from the 90s. I was going to say what early we supposed 2000s. supposed to know who this is? Probably they probably formed before you were born, Jackson.
0: I don't know why <laughs> I didn't just Google it.
2: They have a song. They every, did form before everything I was born. you want or when everything you born? wanted
0: or something. Everything you want.
2: Yeah. That's a, that's a song that you hear and go i don't know this song he gets the course you go oh i know this one
0: it's actually about him uh his kid being uh, birthed <laughs>
1: him becoming a dad it's not about a bar mm-hmm. nice um i'll be playing at the bearded monk which we talked about we had been on last <clears throat> week and talked about the bearded monk i will be there on saturday with matthew and the arrogant c that place sucks <laughs> The patio, man! Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be there with Matthew and the Arrogant C and Edgar Derby is also opening the show. So if you listen to our episode with Mike from Edgar Derby with New, Derby Dave. With new, new Dave, Dave, then you then you'll you'll know everybody there. So come on through the bearded monk if you're in Denton um, Saturday, May twentieth. Um, and also Matthew and the Arrogant did release a single, Webs. You can find it on all of your streaming services that you use. Is that how you pronounce it? That's how I pronounce it. <laughs> That's how I pronounce it, too. That's not how you pronounce it. That is how I pronounce it. That's not how you read it. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for watching. We appreciate it so much. If you haven't already, please follow or subscribe on whatever podcast app you're using. If you're listening, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe on YouTube. Like the video. All that stuff helps us out a whole lot. Um if you are curious more about hyperpop or if you have your own opinions on hyperpop, please send us an email at
0: hyperemojis@ emojis at yeah, yeah em- em- try some emoji emojis emojis <laughs> see if that works
1: <laughs> em- emojis <laughs> at don 'tfeedtheartists or you could just email us at hyperpop at don'tfeed the artist dot com with the three emojis you would use on your grave. We would love to hear from you about that or drop it in the comments, send us a dm anything at all. Tell us your three emojis you would put. On your grave um if you're on social media you can find us instagram DFTA podcast tiktok don't feed the artists uh give us a follow say hi say what's up we'd love to hear from you anybody got anything else
0: if you're a singer don't spit on the stage yep you look douchey good advice
3: Fuck off. ah get, get of
1: oh, shit
3: that's embarrassing fuck off <laughs>